0: Travels by Broomstick comes to you from South Wales, the land of the dragon. Oh, and sheep, we got lots of sheep. Welcome to all you good people out there in podcast land. Tonight's journey takes us to the ancient Ram Inn, Wooten Under Edge, near Gloucester, England. So let's get the broomstick out the garage. And off we go! So here we are, we've just arrived outside the ancient Ram Inn.
1: Which is famous throughout the world for its history and hauntings. Built in 1145, the Inn's first recorded use was for housing the Masons who worked on the construction of St. Mary's Church. In fact, there are underground tunnels that are said to connect the Ram to the church.
0: St. Mary's Church is one of the oldest churches in the area consecrated on the 19th of August, 1283, by the Bishop of Worcester, Godfrey Gifford. The Ram Inn is a Grade II listed building and is mentioned in the Doomsday Book. It is said to be built on two intersecting ley lines that can be traced all the way back to the mysterious Monument of Stonehenge.
1: Is this what's conjuring all of the supernatural entities that haunt you? The ancient Ram Inn is no longer a pub, but there are still lots of spirits here.
0: Oh no! (laughs) Well, The outside of the Ram Inn um, shows it's a very old building, there's lots of oak beams and wattle and daub. The construction is medieval, I would say, and the modern road surface is actually at the level of halfway up the windows and doors on the lower floor. So this is an indication that this building has been here a long time. The entrance we can use is around the back, so we're going to proceed to the back of the building now. As we're about to enter the building, I notice that the door handle is an iron ram's head, which is appropriate. And as we go into the building, we come into the main living area.
1: The late John Humphreys purchased the ram to preserve the building and to stop it from being demolished. During John's first night at the Ram in October 1968, he was grabbed by the hands and dragged out of his bed by a demonic force. He soon came to realise that the Ram was haunted and these ghostly goings-on would become a regular occurrence.
0: So entering into the living quarters, oh wow, this is a really lovely room. And I can see all of John's biker jackets hung up on the beam there. And I'm led to believe that this used to be a coaching inn and this actually used to be the stable block. I can see some bricked-up windows, which is probably due to the window tax that was introduced in 1696.
1: And the sofa is where John slept for the last eight years of his life. He kept a Bible on the dining room chair and built a little fort out of books. He was a deeply religious man and trained to be a Baptist minister when he came out of the RAF. He was definitely a character. He was very passionate about the Ram Inn and worked hard to expose the original timbers and brickwork. He was a carpenter and joiner by trade. Until his death in December of 2017, he was regularly attacked by the lustful grasp of a succubus. So, you're sitting on the sofa right now. Are you feeling lustful grasps of a succubus?
0: Unfortunately not. (laughs) So, just before we depart the uh, living area, all the walls are stone. And just opposite the sofa is a big fireplace open fire with lots of horse brasses on an oak beam across the top so we're now going to proceed into the area behind the sofa and there is a table a couple of portraits old oil paintings on the wall and around the table are five or six chairs and through here we proceed to the men's kitchen just as we were passing through here we were filming i had a gopro and uh, another camera going, uh, the tech went off and the batteries registered as being completely empty having charged them just before we arrived at the RAM In I find it very surprising and it was a very odd occurrence
1: We were warned about this, apparently it happens all the time in the RAM
0: Well up until this point I hadn't really felt anything very spooky the building is very old obviously as we've said and it's chilly, not very well lit, and it does give you a spooky feeling. Not to the extent that I was particularly worried, but having just experienced this, I'm not really so sure anymore.
1: Well, we are stood in one of the most haunted rooms as this is the site of a pagan burial ground. During an excavation by archaeologists from Bristol University, they uncovered the grave pit containing the skeletons of a woman and child along with ritual daggers believed to have been used for human sacrifice.
0: Yeah, the grave is still open. It's covered by an iron gate, and on top of the iron gate is a wooden cross. There is a skull on the floor adjacent to the burial pit, and it all looks very macabre.
1: Yes, look, there's a taxidermy crow twirling above it.
0: Yeah, and in the low light of the uh, building, the crow does actually make it very spooky indeed. So from where we're stood at the moment, we can see into what used to be the old bar. This old bar area seems to be decorated with a nautical theme. There are life belts and a ship's steering wheel. At the far end is a huge fireplace with dark oak beams across the top and lots of horse brasses.
1: There is a taxidermy ram's head mounted on the fireplace which continues the ancient ram theme. There are a few spirits supposed to be in this room. There is a spirit of a former innkeeper and his daughters which are often seen here. And a lady known as Elizabeth is believed to have been brutally murdered and buried beneath the bar
0: that puts a whole new meaning to propping up the bar doesn't it from here we're going to move on to the stairwell the stairway is a very narrow stairs with a 90 degree turn in the middle the bottom of the stairs is a large crucifix attached to the wall and there is actually a a photograph i believe of a misty entity moving up the stairs about the size of a human being so this entity is supposed to be the incubus, uh, can you feel the incubus?
1: I thought that was you prodding me
0: now that is spooky, so we go up the stairs and the first room we come to on the landing is the witch's room
1: this is my favourite room, we are travels by broomstick after all, so there had to be a witch's somewhere,
0: yes and now that makes two doesn't it Very funny. So, since this is your area of expertise, perhaps you could tell me something about it.
1: Legend has it that the witch who was burned at the stake on September 27th, 1556, still haunts you. But we all know that her true crime was not actually witchcraft. It was that she did not practice the Christian faith. It is believed that she had fled from potential trial by government sanctioned witch hunters and had hidden here in the ancient ram to avoid capture. Her spirit has been seen on numerous occasions and a photograph of her has been taken standing in the window from outside. Inside on the windowsill are little ceramic black hats and the room is decorated in a lot of different green colours. It actually feels like a witch's room and there's a Ouija board on the table.
0: The witch's room has a lot more light than some of the other rooms, but it does give me a very strange feeling.
1: I'm sure it's not going to be as strange as the next room, as it's supposed to be the most haunted room here in the ancient Ram.
0: As we approach the bishop's room, there's a plaque on the door. It's wooden and it has a carved head.
1: This room has a very different feel to the witch's room. It's vibrant and red with dark, dark wood. And there's a spinning wheel. It's giving me sleeping booty vibes. When the Ram was a bed and breakfast, many guests refused to sleep in here. Those who did would wake in the dead of night and flee in total terror. <coughs> the once Bishop of Gloucester, the Reverend John Yates, tried to exorcise the room, and I imagine the Ram as a whole, and he failed, and he was quoted saying that the ancient Ram Inn was the most evil place that he had ever had the misfortune to visit.
0: This is the most haunted room in Ram Inn, and... As has been described to you, it's very red, which is appropriate for the bishop's room. There are a number of hauntings, one of which is two monks which appear regularly and a cavalier which crosses the room.
1: Numerous spiritual possessions have said to have happened here and in the fireplace they found satanic and witchcraft artefacts.
0: There are a number of mirrors in this room and it makes you worried to look into them in case you see something you shouldn't.
1: There's also a lot of paintings in this room of people's faces. So when you do look in the mirror, you kind of catch a glance at the painting. <laughs> it freaks me
0: out. <laughs> yeah, it looks like somebody's looking across your shoulder, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so there's a lot of religious artifacts in the room. There's uh, red candles, there's Bibles, things that you would associate with uh, a bishop, and then just preempting something that happens in the attic. Some of the people that sleep in this room actually complain that they can hear somebody dragging a body across the the ceiling above them. So moving up to another uh, small set of stairs, take us up into the attic. The attic has a very different feel. It's all original wood beams. It looks a bit like a barn actually, as you would imagine an old tide barn to be. A woman was murdered here and her ghostly body can still be seen swinging from the rafters and an eerie creaking can be heard from overhead. So we've now got two lots of stairs to descend to the ground floor. Will you go first or shall I?
1: You can go first.
0: Thanks for nothing.
1: We've descended the stairs without incident and we are now going to the barn. Here in the barn there is a genuine feel of fear and foreboding. This said to be shadowy entities and countless children's bodies are buried here. It's a really cold, cold place. It's creaky, it's eerie, it's dark. This has got to be by far the worst room I've been in.
0: Yeah, the fact there's lots of old furniture and stuff like that stacked around doesn't help, does it?
1: No, it makes it feel very empty, very unlived in, very unsettling.
0: And when we were approaching this... I did have a very, very bad feeling.
1: Did you see the shadowy figure?
0: I didn't know, but I did have a very bad feeling.
1: Oh.
0: In fact, I can't really wait to get out of this place now.
1: That's a good idea. I think we should leave. We would like to say a big thank you to Caroline Humphreys, who is John's daughter who is now continuing John's legacy. has stepped in to take care of this beautiful haunted building and if you would like to experience it for yourself you can just get in contact with her it's www.ancientramin.co.uk or you can also follow her on Instagram Ancient Ram in 666 on TikTok, where she is currently reading her dad's diaries to raise funds for the ancient ram. We'll have to come back again for another ghost hunting experience. Would you come back again?
0: Yeah, well, I think this time we'd bring some different equipment with us. Our tech let us down, which wasn't good. So we must come back because we have to do a vlog.
1: So just a few quick questions before we leave. Which room did you find the most spooky, most haunted...
0: I didn't like the barn. I didn't like the barn at all.
1: And how many brooms would you rate the ancient ram out of five? Bearing in mind one of the ratings have got to be the witchiness.
0: Mm. I think it's a definite
1: 4.5. Oh, that's a good rating.
0: It is a very good rating.
1: And we did have a witch in the witch's room.
0: We did. So it's very interesting to be allowed in here on our own and anybody can do this. It's a small fee to Caroline, which obviously goes towards helping the ancient ram stay as the ancient ram. What did you think?
1: I really enjoyed myself. I think if you like the paranormal or even history, it's a wonderful place to come and visit. There's so much to see. We've definitely missed a lot of things. So going back, we'll be able to look at it all again and see the things that we've missed and maybe catch a spirit or two when our tech finally works.
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll get some film next time round.
1: Well, there's only one thing to do now and that's hop on our broomsticks and go back home.
0: That's true. So that concludes our first podcast, which is available to you on all places good podcasts can be found.
1: Please rate, to follow, turn on episode notifications, like, subscribe and hit that bell and all those good things. Uh, if you go to Instagram on travels underscore by underscore broomstick, you can comment where you'd like us to go next. And we'll see you in the next episode of Travels by Broomstick. I hope you've had a magical time.
0: They can tell us where to go next. I think that's chance in Providence <laughs> a bit, don't you? <laughs>